able to overcome this, that my life completely changed, that all these things happened, rather than it just being a fairy tale and because it makes me feel as if society doesn't really care about us. Like, if you could just look at us walking across the street and you think that we're a threat, like, what's really going on? Because... Like, once they move on, they're gonna miss something from their last relationship. And then that's when, if they do decide to move on, they start um, telling up the things that went on in their previous relationship until the relationship they have with somebody now. And that's when they kind of like... to another very special episode of Plugged In with K. I just want to tell y'all thank y'all for tuning in for as long as y'all have because guess what y'all, we are on season four, yes! And so with this season, we know that it's basically the topic and the main objective of this season is to embrace the uncomfortableness of adulthood. Basically breaking down some things that go on in adulthood, things that we talk about, things that we don't talk about, on a thing just shedding some light on you know a few things as you probably heard in some previous episodes in this season so sitting with me today is the lovely miss layla p hey how you doing layla good how are you doing good you had a good day yeah <laughs> how was your day my day was really really good i went to church the girl we to and church was too good today church was really really good too good I, church was really good. I was so glad I had on my tennis shoes because it was something. Girl, God is guiding late. Man, he been doing his thing. I'm dude, you hear me? And I mean, maybe I'm doing his thing. Do you hear me? Because it is the way life and lights and it life just oh man, life been life and God been guiding that we didn't even how we knew literally. <laughs> so y'all, today we're going to be talking about self care. And basically embracing, learning how to embrace self-care and taking time for ourselves as young adults, especially being college students. So to start off, y'all know I'm real big on um, definitions and things. So self-care, the basic definition of self-care from Webster's Dictionary is the practice of taking action to pers- uh, preserve or improve one's own health or the practice of taking an active role in protecting one's own well-being and happiness, in particular during times of stress. Now, we all know what stress is, and if you don't know what stress is, get ready because you're about to experience some stress in your life, especially the older you get. I know that I do have some listeners who may be, you know, in high school or middle school, things like that. Just know, life gone life when you get older and stress gone stress. But you learn how to get through it. And one way to get through it is with self-care. So one main thing that I wanted to basically say is that self-care forces us 
to basically like focus solely on yourself and your individual needs, which I feel that a lot of times us as a generation, we lack. Uh, we lack it a lot. Uh, we don't take care of ourselves like we should. And I think that sometimes that goes into uh, basically growing up, we may not see others in our environment taking care of themselves the right way, or we put so much on ourselves so that we uh, think that we always have to keep moving and not take time out for ourselves. So yeah, let's hop into this. So Layla, I want to ask you, um, why do you think that practicing self-care is a hard task for us as young adults? Mm, that's a good question. Personally, like I know with me, I try to always be there all the time for anybody. It's like sometimes I feel like I have a fear of missing out. Mm -hmm. And so it's like I'm trying to be here, there, over there, across the street, all at the same time. Or And so I kind of forget about myself or it's like I don't want to let nobody down in a sense because people expect me to be there for young because when the table's turned I want them to be there for me so but I feel like that's the problem with our generation well specifically me you said it right yeah I was in our generation but I mean the older I get the more I realize like I can't be there for everybody, everybody if I'm not even here for myself if I ain't taking care of myself, one day I'm not going to be here. Then they're going to find somebody else to be there for them. No. It's a saying that I made. Uh, I think that was in season two. It said, I said, the re no, it was season one. I said, the realest person on your team is you. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, ain't nobody going to go hard for you like you go hard for yourself. So nobody at all. Because you can be over here falling apart and people just going to look at you and be like, well, I need this for you. I need that. Yeah. And I've had moments in my life where, to answer that question why I feel like like uh why don't we really just practice self-care it's because like it's an expectation on us I feel like sometimes it's a burden placed on us to always be there and do this and do that for other people like you were saying but at the same time it's a burden that we put on ourselves in the sense of I have to do this and I have to be there for him and I have to answer the phone in this instance when in reality, all you have to do, you know how the older people, all you have to do is stay black and die. But in reality, all you have to do is take care of yourself. And um, coming into that, I had to learn, like, freshman year, um, I was friends with someone who basically wasn't practicing self-care. And they had, like, a lot of different issues going on with them. And basically, me being wanting to be a super friend, I started taking on a lot of their problems and stuff like that and constantly dealing with it to where it got to a place to where I forgot to take care of myself and because I was trying to basically fix their situation in a sense me and one of my other friends we both like kind of felt burnt out by the situation and then also we got to a place to where that friend well my other friend she got to a place to where like she just had to like shut everybody out and then me, I got to a place to where I started battling depression because I was going through my own things personally, but I was putting them down and not taking care of myself mm -hmm. because, oh, I have a friend that we're taking to the hospital every two days or have to stay up late at night with her to get her to calm down and things like that. So I think that being in college that freshman year and going home for the summer with battling depression really hard and coming back, I had to learn to take care of myself and learn that, you know, 
I was the realest person on my team. Even though I have friends, like, you're not. Some people's burdens are not assigned for you to pick up. Sometimes you're just assigned for you to listen to. And then I think that sometimes one thing that we fail to do is whenever we hear a problem or we hear other people's problems, we want to go solve them rather than just be a listening ear. Yeah, that's one thing I've kind of been having to learn because, like, I want to help people better because I hate seeing my friends be down or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then it's like I put my problems on the back burner because I'm like, well, your problem is bigger than my problem. Yeah. So I take on your problem and mine, and I put my stuff to the side and putting your stuff before mine. And now it's like, I don't know, sometimes I do that and I feel like nobody really there for me yeah. in the end. And so now that's creating more stress in the year. So I don't know. One thing I had learned was like, my biggest lesson I had learned was learn how to say no. Mm-hmm. That's been one of the hardest lessons ever. That's the one. Cause it's like I can't say yes all the time. All the time. Cause like I will put myself on the back burner for other people, and I can't do that. Cause like not stress myself out because. My stuff coming last, and I, I'm rich and trying to do what I like I do, and you square away. Yep. And so, yeah, learn how to say no was really one of the hardest lessons I had to learn coming to college, especially since I realized, like, everybody don't have the best intentions for me. Mm-hmm. You got to learn how to say no. And you got to learn how to, how to decipher who to be there for, when to be there for them. Uh, stuff like that. Learning how to say no. Yeah. That was that was one of the biggest things that I had to practice last semester because I love my friends to death. When I say I love them to death, like we but we were starting to be together every day. And it was at a place to where I was like, I need space. So I would say no or I'm cold going my own and things like that. And I told them, like, it's nothing against y'all or anything, but it's, it's no, like, I need to, like, mentally sit down by myself and recuperate or I'm going to go off on everybody. Yeah. Y'all don't want me to go off on everybody because then I'm going to be praying to Jesus asking for repentance for some things that I said, yeah. you know, asking yeah. there. But it's just like, like, accept my no right now yeah. because it's not like I'm saying I'm not going to be there. It's just like I need a break. Not right now. Not right now. I say exactly now. Yeah. I definitely feel like when you say it, you go in your room, because, like, I'm not going to lie. Okay, the bathroom is my safe space. Yes, I don't know what it is. Like, from assignments to just when I need some peace and quiet, because, like, the bathroom, nobody can disturb me in there. It's nothing either. That's my time to myself. Like, I will sit in the bathroom for hours if I can. Yeah. Just because nobody can bother me. I thought it was just me, you know. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Sometimes when I have, like, do my devotional time and I'd be talking to God, I'd be in the bathroom. I'd be still in the tub and just like, there. Like, my mom and them talking about me because I'd be in the bathroom for a long time. Like, I'm not even using the bathroom half the time. I'm just sitting there. Just sitting there. Because it's like, once I step at that bathroom, then that's when you got a thousand, people gonna start asking you a thousand questions. You gotta do this, this, and that. Mm-hmm. It's just something about the bathroom. It's so peaceful. It is. And when you clean it up, it's real. It's real. It's real. Okay. <laughs> you go in there, it smell like time slide. You'll see that sleep there. Like every morning, 
I pray, I wake up, I pray, I go in the bathroom, I wash my face and stuff, and I sit in there and I do my devotionals. And when I say I do my devotionals, like, God, they're speaking to me in the bedroom. Like, okay, God, I can't hear you. God, I see what you're saying to me. Exactly. Because it's like my head be clear. And so it's like, because when I pray, I ask God to make stuff real clear to me because I'm a little slow. <laughs> so I be, if he send me something, it, I got to do a puzzle to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Baby, I, I hmm. Like, God, just meet me in the bathroom. Literally. It's either the bathroom or or if, or if I'm in my room, everything has to be cut off. And I can't like It has to be, like, minimum light. Other than that, God just don't have to knock me upside my head to try to tell you. Let me get that for it. Because I'm be like, uh, what was you saying? Well, hold on, the TV home. Yeah, because I get distracted real easy. Yes, then my phone is bling, bling. Yeah, that's what, but... I'm not gonna count. Apple Snap would do not disturb. Oh my, because do not disturb is a form of self care. It is because like my phone be going off from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep, and it's like everybody pause, just take a break. <laughs> so we put my phone on do not disturb. It's like I can only see what I want to see. Mm-hmm. The only notifications that can come through are the not- notifications I want to come through. Right, so it's like the only thing I hate that would notify me, notify anyway, whatever it's called. That button, oh yeah, yeah. that's all the devil. I'm not gonna lie to you because when people hit that, I get mad because I'm like, why is my phone vibrating? Exactly. Like, if my phone I do not disturb that, I mean, I don't want to be disturbed. And then, like, especially like during like the semester with classes and you doing work, and I'm, I tell my people, if my phone's on do not disturb, like, don't. I will see your message because I respond. I will see it initially, but like this is a that's a way for me personally to focus. Because if I got in my phone, I don't do not disturb, and I'm seeing all these notifications coming through. Then I'll focus more on the notifications than what I actually got to do. And we paying for this education, and we ain't for the waste about the money. Because money is it? Money don't grow on trees. It don't. They make trees. They make tre- they make money out of trees, but it don't grow on trees. So we, you know, we gotta. This something about this, get this little straight or something, because, because I don't know. But yes, I would say do not disturb is a form of self-care. And I've had friends tell me, they like, dang, your phone always on do not disturb. Dang, you don't never want me to disturb by people, dang. And I told them, I was like, do y'all not see my, my workload, my, my assignment workload, then my personal workload for work, and then on top of that, still trying to be social, and make sure that I eat, sleep, and everything, right? I I failed at self-care so much last semester. From February to May, I lost 25 pounds. That is insane. Whoa. How do you lose 25 pounds in, what, three months? That's crazy. Because I was skipping meals. I was stressed out. I was, had so much going on. I lost focus of basically self-care. I'm, just, I'm smaller than I've been in, like, years. And I was excited when I started gaining weight because I used to be like 90 pounds in like the, the tick grade. So then when I started gaining weight, I was like, okay, I like this. I like being over 100. I like being 130, 140. And now I'm like 105, 110. I'm like, hey, uh, we, we don't like this. We don't like this. So basically, you know, like I said, do not disturb a great form of self-care. Also, do you activate sleep mode? 
y es bebé. Y I love sleep mode. It actually make me go to sleep. No, but I'd be like, oh, my phone. <laughs> the way it was dark. <laughs> sleep like it. It's like your phone telling you go to bed. It is forcing you to go to bed. Go to bed. And then, I don't know. So, I want to ask you, how do you think that the societal view of self-care affects how we perceive and maintain it? Basically, like, how we see it on, like, social media or how we see it on, like, uh, in TV shows and things like that. Because, it's all on TikTok, all on real self-care day and record and all. So, so how do you think, like, the societal view of it affects how we perceive it and how we basically try to do our own self-care? That's a good point. I feel like... Social media and TV shows make it seem like it's just so easy. But, like... Life's not easy. It's not. You get still thrown that you looking like, and you don't even know where it's coming from. So it's like, I like the social media and still portrays self-care, but I don't like that it don't show the reality. Because it's like, you're not going to be able to take care of yourself every day, maybe not even every week. There's probably going to be weeks where you realize, oh my gosh, I haven't done nothing for me. And then it's like, okay, then us as college students, we might not always have the funds to do what we want to do for self-care. So it's like, that's the only thing with social media and stuff that I wish was a little different. Because, like, you can see how one person is doing self-care, but you don't see all the backlash or whatever they got because you don't know how long it took them to get to that self-care day you don't know what they wanted to get there you don't know how their finances are all that because my finances is not going to be like the next person finances right my self-care not going to be like the next person's self-care so yeah i feel like a lot of times um looking at social media because you see it like so much that people try to mimic what they see other people do. do and then when it doesn't really help them they get upset but in reality it's like find what works for you find how you take care of yourself how you love on yourself mm-hmm. the self-care is basically that taking care of yourself what you want to do making sure that you're okay mentally physically emotionally make sure that you're okay and only you know what it takes for you to be okay it will make you happy not gonna make the next person happy right yeah two different people Cause hap- my happiness ain't your happiness, your happiness ain't my happiness. Like for some people, like some people, their self care is being around people. Cool, it's you. Some people, they self care is not being around people. I think I'm the one that's self care is being in my bed by myself. Man, it's just it's different. When then like we we chase after so much because we see so much to where like. We be miserable in life because we're chasing after stuff that we see rather than stuff that we need. I feel like with social media, it kind of make people lose themselves mm-hmm. because they trying to be like this influencer or that influencer. 
when in reality they losing themselves because it's like they're not trying to figure out who they are. They're trying to be like somebody else. That's something that I had to learn with social media, especially like coming to college. You see like all the college people, social medias and stuff. So like freshman year, I was trying to be like everybody else and go on social media like that and take pictures like they did and take pictures all the time and do so and post them all the time. But then I got to a place now to where like, uh, I used to take pictures and post them for other people, but now whenever I take pictures and stuff, I post them for me. And taking pictures is like a form of self-care for me because it's like I look pretty. I look, I feel beautiful today, so I'm going to go take some pictures and post them. And then, oh, if you like them, you just so happen to like them. You know, that's a form of self-care for me. And I think, you know, somebody was like, Karen, you take pictures all the time. I was like, yes, because I love myself. What's your excuse? Like... I didn't mean it to, like, come off mean or rude to them, but I'm like, that's how I express love to myself. That's how I take care of myself. Because, like, sometimes I get discouraged simply because, like, I'm not, like, dating anybody or, like, in a relationship. And so sometimes you want to hear that, like, you're beautiful or stuff like that. So I take pictures for myself. And then I be like, or, like, if I get dressed, I stay in the mirror. I be like, girl, you cute. Okay, me. All right, then. And then I turn around. You know, I be like, you got a little. <laughs> That's just how I do myself. You got to talk to yourself like me, you do. So that's my self-care, you know. If I want to go outside and take some pictures and then print them off and put them on my wall, show myself out and be like, you a baddie today. Just swing your hair. Just swing your hair. Or, you know, like, I don't know. I went to Walmart and blew some nails on. So now I'm just click, click, clicking. You know, <laughs> you know click, click, clicking. I'll be like, okay, then. I want to feel like a little back. Okay, something about hearing that look. It's just, it did this song to me. But these nails, I'm not gonna let y'all. I'm scared that they won't come off. Because I got the paint. I got, okay, we finna go to a little story time. So I got the paint on glue. And yeah, you never seen me? I knew what he was doing. Yeah, I ain't never used it. I got the, it works wonders. But this is what my dumb self did, y'all. Y'all can try if you. You know, want to get nails and stay on for a while. You know, normally when you get the glue on, they pop off like a day or two. So these have been on since Friday. And they're not moving. So I put the glue on the nail. and Well, I put the glue on my nail. And then I put the nail on top. Then I took a nail file and filed the nail down. I didn't press it down. I filed it down. They're not coming off. I've run hot water on them. I've tapped them against the brick walls. Nothing has happened. So, pretty up, yeah, that's my next choice. You might as well shoot it with the nail shop. At that point, so I was like, if this works like this, hmm, maybe I could just start going to Walmart. That'll save me so much, man. Bougie on the bitch. Bougie on the bitch, especially as a college student, because I don't know what it is about being in college, but I so know it come up every day. And I just want to know where all these rich college students be coming from with all this money. I see a teach me son. I'm like, my self-care would to be is to be on y'all level, so please help me get there. Because what what are y'all doing with all the money? Put me on game. Cause I've never seen so many college students. This and this is going back into them like self-care to like self-care as a college student. I'm going to this concert. Like, where do you have the money to go to six concerts in a semester? I don't even know six good artists that's on tour. Do you hear me? Like, y'all just going places. No. They just leave until they leave. Or I've never seen so many college students go on so many trips. At once. And I'm like, where do you... 
That's okay, well, because the summertime be my time to stake my money up for the next. Yes. But they just be gone. Like, during the semester. Oh, we're going to Cancun for spring break. What? 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 Well, self-care trip. Honey, where is your money from? How did you get that? You're in the same classes as me. Like, what are y'all do? What What are y'all doing that I don't know? Bitter. Like, are y'all filing some on Texas? Are y'all not filing? Not filing on Texas. Put me on game because I, I you know, I wanna, I wanna travel too. Me too, man. You take y'all in country. Like, take we out the country. I wanna speak brand new or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> Ripping out my passport, I want to see the world, boo. Baby, I haven't even got a passport. Well, either, though. The fact that they got one and actually using it, like getting stamps in college. Y'all, I applaud them, though. I really do. But in college, though, I'm like, hey, y'all got it. I'm just trying to get like y'all. I'm happy for y'all. We we bless the Lord for y'all. We bless the Lord for what he do for y'all. Cause baby, what is how? And then you know, Lord, I've seen what you do for others. Just do it for me. Don't do it without Jesus. So, what are some things that you do to basically pause and take care of yourself? Ever trying to do better, but it's like I haven't really been going out for real. Mm-hmm. I just been sitting in my room because, like, the peace and quiet. Because I know, like, during the semester, I'm be working and running. Mm-hmm. I got classes every day and I graduate, and it's like I actually got to figure out what I'm gonna do after. Mm-hmm. So it's like now I'm preparing myself. Or then, so sitting in my room, watching TV, talking about mom and them, it's like, that's self-care for me because it's like, as a college student, I'm not going to really be home for real to see them because, like, I have events on campus, be on campus studying, stuff like that. So it's like, putting my phone on do not a search. I oh, ain't got my feet down the other day. Like, that's self-care yep. to me. Because, like, I never had that in a long time just because funds been real tight in college. <laughs> so it's like just doing that or, like, just going to a store, scrolling on clothes like Sheen. So, well, oh, that's she. You know, they got them. Yeah, oh, top of my You know, the Christmas thing, something like that. But it's like doing stuff like that, it's like, that's my type of self-care because it's like, at that time, I'm not being bothered by nobody else. I know what I want to do. Life is peaceful. Really. I'd say for me, um, so things that I do to take care of myself. One is put my phone on do not disturb. I hate notifications. I hate being in group chats. So this whole summer, what is it in the night in group chat, that has been like the hardest thing for me. Cause I'm like, I hate messages. It's so bad. Like my, if I see one little notification on my uh, messages thing, my mind is like shaking. I'm not gonna lie. I used to be the type of person that I loved when my number was high. Uh-uh. But now, 
I'll go hit the little three dots and still select a read all. Because I just ain't got to where I don't like seeing that high number no more. I've never liked the high number. Like, I just leave it like notifications in general. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all that stuff. I just click it and get off because I I hate notifications. So that's one thing I do. I clear all my notifications off. Um, I use do not disturb. Um, another thing that I do is I like driving and listening to music. That's a form of self-care for me. Um, it, it, at nighttime. I do like late night jobs. But it can't be too late now because uh, uh, it just can't be too late for me. It can't be too, too late because, you know, my car is. The Lord, the Lord is working miracles. He's going to do it. And, and the miracle is going to be done because I can't drive to let it now. I can't go nowhere because everybody going to hear me from three miles down the road. So that's why I don't like to go late night because people be sleeping. But car rides, I love dealing with music or uh, just sitting in my room listening to music. Uh, I love sitting and listening to worship music. It's just so, and like, I, one thing about me is, it, even though I love just worship in general, is that like African worship? Oh, it take me in and I just be like, you know, I just like, I just zone out. I don't hear nothing else. It's just that. It's just calm, for, just calm and peaceful. And then cooking is a form of self-care that I do. Um, if I'm cooking big meals for people, I, that's not self-care. But if I cook me like a little, I cook me like a whole little plate of food just for myself, that's self-care. Um, something else that I do is... Uh, I fold clothes. See, my problem is I fold them, but they're not gonna they gonna sit on that bed for a little a few days. See, we, the, the reason why I say that's a form of self care is because I don't fold my clothes like I'm supposed to. Like I wash them and leave them in a bed until, you know, if I need so much, go find it or pull it out and iron it or whatever. But other than that, if I actually fold clothes, I'm actually taking care of myself, cleaning my room. Oh, that is yeah. That's a form because I it's like something about. A clean room in there with a candle lit. Every time I clean my room, I rearrange something. Me too. That way I feel different. It's like self-care. You sleep better with a clean room. And it's just somebody. Then I think that the last thing that I do for self-care is I try to read sometimes. Whenever I have time to read, I feel good. Because I'm like, okay, I'm not worried about nothing. I can read. And sometimes them books be very juicy because I'm like, hey, no way, this just happened. Like, girl, let me tell you, girl, I would have hit that man. It's like, then you just read books. And I'm like, it's like uh, it's like an escape frame with everything that's going on. So, oh, and most importantly, prayer. That's a mistake here. Hey, every morning, like, when I get up, I go to the bathroom and I pray. Mm-hmm. And then, like, this morning, I started listening to a podcast called, like, Save and Such. Mm-hmm. And when I say, like, my day was good, good, like, girl, I went to church and I was like, Jesus hit me in the chest. Because church was real good today, okay? Like, but it was like, that's going to be a part of my self-care. Like, I'm just like, listening to everyone because my day was really good. Yeah, I'll tell you something that uh, what my mentor told me. She told me, she said, when you start your day with God, your day goes so much better. It was like, oh, wait, I've been listening. Let me tell you, I have the bit, no, podcasts too are my form of self-care. There are three different podcasts that I listen to very often. One of them is uh, just different. 
uh, It's a Christian podcast. They're two brothers, uh, Darren and I forgot the other one, but their their last name is Starks. And they sit under Apostle Matthew Stevenson. So, you know, they they know they Bible. And they get on there and they talk about, like, faith, culture, stuff like that. But they're, like, 21, 22. So, like, they, they're, like, the same age, though, so they know what we're experiencing. Then I listen to uh, With the Perrys, Jackie Hill Perry and Preston Perry. Uh, they're they're um, in ministry, but like they're they're even though they're in their thirties, they appeal to our generation because they they're not gonna be up there preaching in a suit and tie. Like they wear J's and they got locks and they wear baseball caps, and that's just how they are. See, I feel like with our generation, that's how you you attract people to the church because it's like when people see the suit and tie, they kind of get intimidated, mm-hmm. or it's like they kind of feel more judged. And I think that in our generation, when it comes to that aspect, I think that it's not that we don't respect the suit and tie and everything. It's just like we want people to meet us where we are. Rather than want them to meet us how. Right. We want relationship and not religion. That's what we need. We don't want all the religion stuff because we've seen it our whole lives and we've seen how religion goes. We want the relationship stuff like, okay, I get this. I get y'all want us to win this long skirt, but are y'all going to sit here and talk to me about my problems? Talk to me about what's going on. I also feel like the suit and tie kind of feels forced because, like, a lot of people, they kind of, like, they grow up in a church, they're out, like, with their parents or whatever, but it's like when they get older and they just start making mistakes and all that, they kind of feel more judged by the suit and tie. And it's like with the everyday look, it's kind of like, okay, you a normal person just like I'm a normal person. You ain't gonna say shit, so I need. And I think, and that's something that um, my aunt was talking about once. She was saying how um, how in this season, God is sending people into the church and they don't look like, you know, what we expect church people to look like. And in a sense, we have to uh, look at them not for how they how they look or whatever, but look at them for who they are, like mm-hmm. their spirits and things like that, and like how they need help because the church is in a hospital, right? And they come, they're coming in there for something, but a lot of times people turn them away because church church is mean. And uh, one one thing that she's been teaching on is like the mean church. She was like, let's get away from the mean church, basically saying that you have to be like this and you have to do this and be nice, nasty to people who are where you are spiritually and things like that. I can't say like church people can be intimidating. Like sometimes they can be the most judgmental mm-hmm. people. Like and I'm like, sir, Miss Mail, Miss We just all make mistakes like you, you well like, saying not greater than my sin. So no, no, no. You have no room to judge. And then the Bible tells us judge not that you be that judge. So God the only one that can judge. At the end of the day, hey, that hey uh, Bishop Tupac said, "Only God can judge me." Like, let's get it real. Uh, and I think that a lot of times, you know, I don't know. A lot of times, our, our the it's not it's the culture that we're in now. The culture that we're in now is we have these older people who are in the church who, um, I'd say, are having a harder time accepting the shift um, of younger of the younger of the younger generation. Um, accepting that sometimes, you know, you know, we understand the old way was right. And, you know, we, we're not saying that we, we won't wear suits and dresses or, or dress modest and things like that. All we're saying is, you know, just like you can get Jesus in a dress, I can get Jesus in my J's and sneakers too. So, like, we're going to have Jesus and sneak, J's and sneakers. You're going to experience 
Jesus and like sweatshirts and t-shirts and things like that. Like, yeah, because if my clothes dictate my relationship with him, then y'all going to say I don't have one. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then another thing that I talked about on up on an earlier episode was my convictions may not be your convictions. Some things that you can do, some things that you can wear based on your relationship with God, I may not be able to do or some things that I may be able to do, you may not be able to do. It's all about your relationship and your convictions. So at the end of the day, like just knowing that in our generation to just respect each other, respect everybody and not treat anybody less than or treat anybody more than, but seeing them for who they are spiritually, see them for who they present themselves as and just see them in general for who they are because, you know, God is still working on everybody. Ain't nobody perfect. Ain't nothing perfect but the Father. And we still striving every day because there's some days I want to knock people out. Then in some days, I'm the sweetest thing on the earth. And then in some days, I'm like, Jesus, you better come get this child because I'm going to send to you. Like, which one do you want? I have a hoodie that say, uh, don't try Jesus. I mean, don't try me, try Jesus because he's still working on you. To- Toby Nimbabwe, however you say that his name, that song, Try Jesus, Not Me, because I throw hands. I felt that song, even though it, when it came out, I was, I, that was my senior high school. I really felt that song because I was like, a lot of times people will really try you out there. And then you messing up me, and then I got to go back in my to, in my closet and, and, and not re- myself. reevaluate myself and also repent for everything that I either said or I thought I, or I was about to do to you or what I did do to you. Because you want to try me. What uh, what was that girl? It was a it was a it's an old song. I think it's an army said, "Try me, try me." Oh my, uh, days old. I be like, yeah. I be like, look at they got blood stains. Hey, they don't know I'm from the south side of heaven. What me here? With me. You must not know who my daddy is. My daddy is Father God. I bet I would send you want to meet him. I would send him to you. Send you a one way ticket, man. <laughs> and don't worry about it. I'll send him to you and cry. I'd be like, God, forgive me. God, I'm sending him to you. People be telling me that I'm not right, nigga, sometimes. And I'd be like, I am. It's just like, they'd be like, you're just so sweet. But how can you talk like that? I'd be like, listen, don't, don't push the blades. Please don't. Because God's still working on me at the end of the day. And you may push a button that he's still working on. Exactly. And now he got to work even harder. Even harder. And then we both sit here crying. Because I'm crying because I got to repent. And you crying because I hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. Just let, me, just let me be. Let me be. So this says, this is something that I wrote down. It says, college students tend to neglect self-care due to hectic schedules and obligations. Right. And then it says that a lot of times they take the focus off of themselves and put it on other people and other things. When self-care was meant to focus on solely on you and your individual needs. They kind of ate us up with these. They kind of ate with that. I'm like, speechless. Ooh. Okay. Because it's true. It is. And it's like we get wrapped up in like all the organization. We get wrapped up in our school, mm-hmm. all the assignments, studying and stuff. And it's like, I know we personally like, I haven't wanted to talk to a therapist. Like, I know we get free sessions here, but it's like, I have classes Monday through Friday. 
I work. So like I don't and then I have to study, do assignments, all that, plus meetings, everything like that. I don't be having the time. Yeah. But it's like if I'm not straight within myself, I can't even be straight for my schoolwork. And then I know that like some colleges have started doing like mental health days and I think we can I think we'll be like two, but I'm scared to use them because it's like, yeah, you need a mental health day. But I feel like, me personally, I feel like sometimes professors forget that we are still humans. And that's that's something that um, I was doing some research uh, when we went to that conference. And one thing that somebody said, they said, before you're a student leader, they said, before you're a student, before you're just, a, you're a person. You're an individual. Before you're a student leader, a student, you're an individual. And you have to take care of yourself so that you can be a successful student, so you can be a successful student leader. So I was like, okay. I wrote that down. I'm like, okay. I remind myself that a lot. I'm like, you can't. You got to take care of you so that you can do this and do that. So one thing, like, especially, like, this summer, being able to, like, work with different students, one thing for self-care that I had to do is, like, communicating with students. I don't talk to you after 8 p.m. Because you had all day to talk to you. And me staying up to talk to you, that's like, this is my time to rewind. This, or unwind, this is my time to reset myself and to keep working. I can't keep working if you are, you know, communicating with me. This is what people in general. If I'm talking to you after 8 p.m., you must really be special. Because I'm sorry, I just can't do it. And it's just like, oh no. Like, this for real, like, after 8 p.m. or from talking to you, like, after a certain time, all right, you got to go. I, my friends, they tagged me some lot of time this summer. It says, it was like a post, and it was like, uh, one friend, she tagged me, it said, I'm not that friend you have to entertain. I'm literally the friend if you give me a TV. My favorite, they would come over to my room. And I will go to sleep on you because y- y'all been sitting here. Okay, y'all go to sleep. So, like, I'm that way. Like, sometimes I just like to be around you. Mm-hmm. Like, we ain't got to talk. We sit there and watch TikToks on our own phones. And I'm going to be straight. Ooh. I can, we can take, I can take a nap. I'm going to be straight. That's how we... It was this one time. I think it was like five or six of us sitting alone. And some people were on the floor... Um, with blankets and then some people because I didn't have a roommate so I had like an extra bed and they set it up as a couch so I think like three people was up there all of us took naps like I had to wake everybody up and be like oh hey y'all visitation for the end we all got to get up we were asleep like two three hours so to me that's kind of sometimes being around friends is a, is a form of self-care for me but it's only in those moments when I've been by myself for too long yeah because I enjoy my company because I love myself. It be me and God in that room. Like I be like, hey God, listen. Um, I just want to let you know. I today was very ghetto. This place that you have me living on is quite ghetto as well. But we gonna stick to it, and I trust you. But I also want to tell you that I cried today. Oh, uh, eating my food today because I was not satisfied with my food. But I don't got ready to get enough my food. So yeah, I'm crying to you, and then you know all of this today. And then I also had emotions of feeling alone and lonely because I sat by myself today. And then on top of it, God, I don't know what's going on. I don't know how I'm feeling uh, also. So, yeah. And that, that's just how I talk to him. 
And then in those moments, it's like they'll they'll be like my friends, like they'll contact me, and be like, hey, let's hang, let's check, uh, let's go get something to eat together. I'm like, okay, God, that's the that's what you like place in front of me. So, I think that another form of self care is healthy friendships, mm. because a lot of friendships, just like relationships, can be toxic. So friendships can be toxic too. Everybody is not meant to be in your life. Nope. Some people are for a season. A season. Not seasons with an edges. A season singular. One. So I'm like, that's a lesson a lot of people gotta learn. Cause like, especially like relationships, some people try to hold on to people like go after them and even after like they not together no more and it's like baby that's not who God got for you because if if that was a person that died anything they wouldn't live they wouldn't have lived I mean like I mean at this point now I'd be like hey you leave you stop responding cool you ain't who God got exactly and then like don't don't hit me with the you ain't gonna know because that's you're not God's best for me exactly. God's best for me won't have me out here looking and feeling stupid God's best won't have me out here looking if you're stupid. I gotta put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> like, how can you say, like, no, God's best for you is don't be in it. The best for you. Don't bring out every quality and aspect in you. Now, will it be easy? No, because there'll be things and parts of you that you'll see growing and changing and that you'll be questioning or whatever. But in the same essence, like, who God has for you is for you. I think the thing with our generation, like, when it comes to that, we get comfortable. Now we're scared of, like, change or whatever. So, like, me personally, I feel like that's why a lot of times, like, some people stay in a relationship together even though they know they're not, like, good for each other. Because it's like, sometimes as women, we be scared to go try something. Because, like, if we never hurt, we not try to get hurt again. Yeah. And again and again until we find that right person. So it's like you might as well get hurt by something comfortable with. But one thing about it, I I remember this this saying that somebody used to say they used to be like, hey, my man don't love me unless he get me once or twice a day. Listen, only that be the one thing about it. I don't play about my man. Without all no, and and they find comfort in that, and I'm like, that's not. You're not taking care of yourself. You're talking about damn to yourself. If a man, yeah, we got square room. Now I got to show you why I look like my dad. Right. Exactly. Like, you want to lay hands on me? You want to know what? God, he coming to you in spreadship and give me five I minutes. Five minutes. No worry about it. He going to be up there at the prayer of the gates. And you going to be telling him either well done, like give a faithful servant, or you going to be telling him, you know, send him the other way. One or two. He going to go up there. He's going to be one of the two minutes. Because I'm not going to play with you. I don't even like when dudes raise their voice at me. Because who are you yelling at? I don't argue. Oh, one thing about me, I love to argue. <laughs> I love I, I can't argue. That's a form of self-care, too, because I have people that try to argue with me, and I will hang up. That is my problem. I will, I will argue now. <laughs> I, I hate arguing. I can't stand it because growing up, I was in an uh, argumentative environment. So now, like, I'd rather talk about a disagreement than arguing and all the other stuff. I'd be like, okay, listen. Uh, once I say okay, and you still going on, right, 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 you want to raise your voice, do, 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 don't worry about it. You know, I can't say I've gotten a little bit as I got older with, like, arguing with people just a little bit. And I feel like, you know, argue, like, you won't never not argue. There's some bad grammar. 
You won't anyway. I I know that you won't ever not argue with people, but to just be arguing all the time, you disturbing my peace. Oh no, I'm sorry. Especially when you call my phone arguing, like I can't hit this one. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it at all. Cause you were gonna hit that doo -doo -doo. Yeah. and then you gonna keep on pressing that button. Or I hate when people text and they try to argue. Like baby, I'll just block you. Like at that point, like why are you texting? Let's talk. Let's. Come get me. Let's get in my face. Let's talk face to face, but don't, you know, start yelling at me because I'm going to get up and walk out. Please don't yell at me. I'm going to walk out. I'm going to let you argue with yourself at that point. Layla, you looking like you're going to argue, babe. I am. Cause, first of all, don't, don't worry, your voice. It's just. Now, I did get. Okay, funny story. I did get in a fight with. Hey, I'm not. I did. What happened? So me and my younger sister who argued or whatever. And well it was a little escalated thing. Uh and we started arguing or whatever. And she started talking talking all that wrong. And so I was like, Okay, I'm gonna show you some and so she I told her, I said, If you come in here, I'ma put my hands on you because you should have stayed back there, mind your business. But since you wanna talk all that stuff, tell us when you wish you would and da 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 come show me. And mind you, I'm like 110. She like 90 pounds. But she come in there, and we she come in there, what you going to do that? And we just start scrapping and start tearing stuff up, flipping the couch and stuff, tearing out the other stuff up, right? And now, mind you, in my mind, like, Alan, Vatican, looking back on it, we were fighting over stupid stuff. Like, we was we was in that fist fight. My mama didn't break us up with that. My mama was like, listen, y'all y'all get it out. You lay it on me, you And, like, we just in the that fist fighting each other, like, Two, 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 two. And we were fighting or whatever, and my sister, like, I had to pick against the wall or whatever. She grabbed my nephews that I had. Because, you know, girls had that one nephew. She grabbed, she grabbed my nephews and she pulled it, and it broke. I quit fighting. I quit everything, and I started crying. My sister said, what you crying for? I said, she broke my necklace. That's it. I don't even want to see it no more. She broke my necklace. That's it. I'm done. I'm through with it. She broke my necklace. Like, yeah, you can you can do anything else but break my necklace. And you can know I can't go buy another one. Yeah, you broke my necklace. Don't worry about it. Mm -mm. That was the only fight I've been in. Like, other than that, like, I threw I throw weapons at people. You know, like bricks. Knock him off. Thanks for real. Like it. I threw a freak at one of my cousins growing up. How you looking on you're outside in the country. There's a lot of like, and you know, and then I threw a pine cone one. But that's not a pine cone. Not as bad as a brick. I mean, he was running, so I wasn't on him anyways. The Lord has worked on me. That's why I'm quiet. That's why I'm sweet. That's why I'm to myself. Because David, the Lord had to work on me with my anger when I was young. Oh, you was being trust me. I might have thrown bricks at people and stuff. Didn't make no sense. I'm sitting here like, what was I this rah rah when I was getting booed? I could have been whooping people in school. For real, really. But I was just sitting there, letting them people punk me. You say. So, my last question for you is how often would you recommend the average college student or young adult to do self care routines? I don't personally say once a week. It ain't got to be nothing big. It could be. You just sitting over, father, do not disturb. 
or it could be taking a trip, going to nail shop, going to bike, going out to e bike yourself, anything like that. Once a week. Yeah. Once a week. Because like you gon every week gonna be different. Mm-hmm. And you can't do it daily. But every week gonna be different. You're gonna have a different struggle every week. So every week you gotta sit back and reset yourself. I do my I try to do my once a week. It it be good for me sometimes. That's something I try to like challenge myself to do. Cause I'm not gonna cop. It's like my self care be very spare the moment. So it could weeks could go by and months could go by and it's like, oh damn. I forgot to take care of myself. Yeah. I'd be like, hey, you alive? You right I was stressed out. Fit <laughs> a pull my hair out cause life life and Yep. There's this joke that somebody made. They say, y'all said, they say, oh, they say, if you see a girl with, with little hair on her head, they say she be stressing me like, oh, no, I ain't ever heard it fuck out. I said, I told you, I was like, ain't no way y'all trying to eat me up. Like, I ain't ready little, but when I be stressed out. Yeah, I'm trying to ease me up a little bit. Y'all know I be bald headed sometimes. <laughs> the kids, I don't, you know, because I got through those spills when I want to spice my hair up, and I just, I don't know, we cut my hair off, but then grow hair, long hair. Then I got short hair, and then I got long hair again. Then I got a little bob. Like y'all just don't don't tell me. Like don't do that. Raise you up just a little. They ate me up just a little bit, but I got some lint though. My hair a little long. Sure. It ain't as long. It ain't as uh short as it used to be. It's real long. It's like back here now. Cute. So like I can't. I can't be. <laughs> I can't. I can be outside and do a little mirror. I love when I get like braids. When I need braids, I can just I love putting them in a little ball up top, and then when I let the ball down, I just be shaking my head. I just be walking. I don't know. It's just something about when you get your hair done and you just throw it up your shirt. It's something about that glow that you get. Like, baby, if my skin don't look clear, I see you done right here. You ain't do something right. You ain't do nothing right. Cause I don't know. We be struggling when our hair not done, and it's like your face gonna tell you when your hair need to be done. Cause like if a style too old, like I know with me personally. If a style is getting old, my face starts breaking out. Yeah. If it's time for, if I'm wearing my hair too much, like, because, you know, with black people, our hair produces oil. So, like, if I'm wearing my hair too much and my hair producing too much oil, it's time to change it up. Yeah. Nobody going to tell you what you need to do. Yep. It's going to also going to tell you we need to wash your hair. Yeah, that too. <laughs> when you need to wash it, when you need to comb it, when you need to do all that stuff. And it's just... I don't know. I think that that's also I say I'd say that's also a form of self care. Get your hair done. Oh baby, because I be feeling like the best. But you can't let everybody in your head though. Oh no, because so you gotta you gotta okay. So like I have a hairstylist, then I have people for braids. But it's like you can't just be jumping from this person and this person to this person. You gotta find every hairstylist can't do everything. So you gotta find your people for your certain styles. And you gotta speak with them. Because when you jump from this person to that person, that's when your hair start, hair start getting messed up. You can start uh, balding your eye, and we ain't got time for all that. Because you know, this generation of hairstylists, they don't, they didn't go to beauty school. All they know how to do is lay lace and, and, and glue. They don't know how to wash and, and set and, and repair your hair with a toe up. But they sending you $50 hair oil, they're the main they back yard. When you go into these people that don't do all of that, it's like, Cause I know with me personally, like I have a lot of hair, so sometimes it'd be hard for me to make sure that my own hair is washed straight when I wash it. Mm-hmm. 
And so it's like, when I go to my hairstylist, she washed everything. So, like, I know my hair is straight. But, like, you trying to do that on your own? We, we don't. I ain't been in nobody cosmetology school, so I don't know. <laughs> it's um, not like you said that. I mean, I never I ain't been in nobody cosmetology school. Cosmetology school. Remember, they said Kaiser, Schaller, Cosmetology. <laughs> and I, so, I'd say one thing about like, so for me, self care also goes with self love. So, when I cut all my hair off uh, to go natural in 2020, I had to like re, I had to start relearning and reloving myself. And that's how I was too. Because it was, because it was like, like how I told you, I went from perm hair down my back to me cutting my hair going natural. It was like, I used to get talked about because people, like, single boys I went to school with, they would be like, why would you go from having all this beautiful hair to, like, I understand you want to start over, but like. Anyway, y'all don't, y'all don't smell my hair. My hair is burnt. It's crispy. Yeah. What y'all think is pretty is crispy and falling off when I'm bright. I had a, I had to learn how to love myself in the moment because like I wasn't used to short hair or nothing, so it was like I had to learn how to love myself for what I had. Yep. And it's like I knew at one point it was gonna get back to where it was, but I had to trust the process. Yep. And that's that's what I had to do. So with mine, me being natural, I started seeing like every, all the other people that were natural see how they were doing so. And something that somebody told me, they said the thing about hair, they said, you train your hair to do what it wanted to do, to do what you wanted to do. So I was like, okay, cool. So I started training my hair. So like I learned how to like properly wash my hair, going from just taking, going from having just enough hair to where I could just pull my shampoo in my hand and do it like that and just walk out the door to where now it's like actually parting my hair and shampooing this part and all that other stuff and then breaking it off and doing like um, brushing it off and stuff like that. So basically learning how to train my hair. So I I tell so I have four C hair. Like I mix with Nero and carpet. That's what my bunch of that's what my hair is. Is I tell people that all the time it's Negro and carpet. So it's just like, hey, it's rough. But my I had my I got a texturizer and like a texturizer. Well, a texturizer. But yeah. I got one of them when I was like eight because my hair was so like my every time my mom would comb my hair, the combs would break. Mm-hmm. So she just got tired of breaking six cones to do my plaques in the morning and just went ahead and gave me a texture last when I was like eight or nine. So, so from there, but when I started training my hair, but I was like, okay, I see the little curls. I got them to be like the curls I want to be now. And I trained my hair to like now, whenever I use certain products, my hair come out different ways. And so I bought a heated brush. Okay. And um, I don't do it often because you know, like he will damage the hair. Yeah, it's not a blow dryer. It's so like I blow dry my hair out with a regular blow dryer, but then I take it like if I want my hair to be straight, I take this heated brush and you just brush your hair and it be straight. You look like silk press. See, I just be using a blow dryer and a paddle brush. I use I use that sometimes, but it, when that's done, my hair is still thick under there. See, not really thick, but it'd be easy to curl through. Yeah. But when I do the uh, straightening brush, like, I'll just, I can put all my hair up and it'll look like I got a perm. 
So I use that sometimes whenever I want I want a little straight hair. But and then after that, after like days after I've done that, my hair go back. Like if I throw water on it, it go back to that. So it's like I've trained my hair, and that's like a form of self care for me. Like doing my natural hair, cause it it take me like a good two three hours to do my natural hair. But that's a form of self self care for me because I'm sitting there, I'm doing my hair. I'm most likely blasting music, and I'm most likely dancing in the mirror, looking at my sis show. Yes, like. I don't know. I've watched, I've seen all of Grey's Anatomy because I was doing my hair. I watched the whole like seasons one through nineteen by just six times. I ain't even made <laughs> season one. I haven't even seen any. <laughs> so you don't know about Dairy King? Maybe no. Don't go married? No, I was. I watched New Amsterdam, not Grey's Anatomy. I want. I've seen Grey's Anatomy and I've watched NCIS. And I've watched Criminal Minds, but as far as that other stuff, I'm not in Sudan real good. I wouldn't need to get into Eastern Child. It's real good. I really should. So to all my listeners, if y'all have any good shows, just, you know, recommend them to me uh, on social media. Uh, specifically, uh, just inbox me on Instagram, plugged in with K, plugged in with that K. Or what's some good shows y'all like to listen? Watch. Um, so this song which I like to listen to, uh, I'm very much for the worship and Christian, and but I slide and listen to R and B every now and then. Might play a little country. Let's <laughs> play one of two country songs, but not too many. But before he cheats, that country song about whole girl was wrong, but she said before he cheats, she was gonna you know call her name until he's let her see like that. No country, they be on some stuff in the country songs. They ain't all about heartbreak now, about get back. I'm gonna have to a few. They, man, they, she be, man, they just be, I don't know. Some of that country music, they just be staying me in their feelings. I see. Wendy, I don't know. But, all right, y'all. We're gonna wrap this up. And I just wanna say thank you, Layla, for joining me. Rebecca. I hope that we said something that helped y'all, that touched y'all, that blessed y'all. And like I said, like I say, as always, y'all know I can get on your community talk. As I say, as always, thank y'all for staying plugged in with Kate. All right, we'll see y'all later. Bye, guys.